Howdy, and welcome to Wise About Texas, the Texas History Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wise. Thank you very much for joining me today. You are in one of 150 countries in which this podcast is being heard around the world, which is amazing to me, but it just shows you how unique and interesting Texas and her history really is. This podcast is being released on Palm Sunday 2021, which is March 28th. It is the 185th anniversary of the Goliad Massacre. The actual date was yesterday, March 27th, but uh, today is Palm Sunday, and March 27th, 1836 was Palm Sunday. The story is well known. James Fannin and his army surrendered to the Mexican General Urea after a short battle at Colito Creek. Santa Ana ordered all of the prisoners to be killed. Urea protested, but was ultimately unsuccessful. Today, I want to feature one of those brave Texas heroes because he left us a glimpse of what life was like for those soldiers. So let's go back to 1836 and get wise about Texas. Like so many Texian veterans, John C. Logan's early life isn't very well recorded. We know he was of Irish descent and was from Louisville, Kentucky. He came to Texas, we think, with the New Orleans Grays. No muster rolls from the Grays exist, but we know that later in his service, he was part of the San Antonio Grays, which were formed from the New Orleans Grays. He started for Texas and was in Washington, Texas, now we call it Washington on the Brazos, in December 1835. And as word of the revolution spread, lots of units were formed in the United States to make their way to Texas and fight for her freedom. And, of course, the promise of some free land for service in the military didn't hurt either. Logan sent a letter in December 1835 to his cousins, Lewis and Nancy Ziering. He sent the letter from Washington on the Brazos, and it was dated December 19, 1835. Logan says in the letter that he walked 305 miles to Washington. Well, uh, if you get on a map, New Orleans is about 400 miles from Washington on the Brazos, so not sure exactly where he started his calculation, but that's what he said. He also says he's got 200 more miles to San Antonio, so his estimates are a little bit off somewhat because San Antonio is not quite 200 miles from Washington on the Brazos, but I'll tell you, I suppose if you're walking through the wilderness, it is close enough. By the date of that letter, Logan and the men had heard of the successful capture of Behar. Uh, he notes... And, of course, that references the siege of Behar in December of 1835. He notes in his letter that Milam was killed in the battle and that Logan expected, Logan and the men expected a 10-day march to San Antonio from Washington. He also says that the next attack will be in, quote, Matamora, which he spells M-A-T-T-E-M-O-R-A, and, of course, meant Matamoros, Mexico. So you can see how ambitious that army was. Now go back and check out episode three of Wise About Texas and you'll hear about the Battle of Concepcion and I think you'll understand more why the army was so excited and ambitious in December 1835. Well, like so many did upon seeing Texas for the first time, Logan describes it as, quote, the finest country I have ever seen, close quote. And, you know, there was a letter from Davy Crockett 
around the same general time, a little bit later, that describes Texas in the same way. Logan, in the letter, informs his cousins that there are 740 acres coming to him for his service, and that if he's killed, he at least implies in the letter that the cousins should claim that land. But Logan also says, quote, I expect to see old Kentucky yet, close quote. Well, Logan leaves, uh, he makes it to San Antonio, and then he and a group of other men leave in January 1836 as part of the expedition to Matamoros. The plan was to march through Goliad, Refurio, San Patricio, all of which were settled by that time. They ran into, on that expedition, ran into Urea's army, and you can go back and check out episode 36 to learn about the battles of Refurio and the Battle of San Patricio. Well, Logan evidently survived those engagements uh, if he was present for them, and he ended up making it back to Goliad. So let me do a little brief military recap at this point. The Battle of Concepcion was a great success. That was October 1835. Then the Texians took Behar, now San Antonio, and full of enthusiasm, as reflected in Logan's first letter, they had big plans to attack the interior at Matamoros. And then, of course, there was the Battle of Tampico, which I also did an earlier episode on. But in early 1836, they discovered that it wasn't going to be so easy. Between General Urea to the south and Santa Ana and his army to the north, the Texians' luck luck had turned for the worst in 1836, and by February 1836, things were fairly grim. Travis was under siege in the Alamo. Fannin was at Presidio La Bahia near Goliad, unsure of what to do. And Logan found himself with Colonel James Fannin at Presidio La Bahia. And from there, he wrote a letter back home on February 24th, 1836, coincidentally, the same date of Travis's famous victory or death letter from the Alamo. In this letter, Logan describes returning from San Patricio to Goliad. He says that the army are planning on marching to San Antonio in a few days, which is pretty interesting if Fannin had told them that because uh, Travis was appealing to Fannin to assist the Alamo. And then, of course, we know later that Fannin did, in fact, take his army out of the Presidio, unfortunately, too late. But Logan also says in the letter that for two months, the men have eaten nothing but beef with no corn and no flour available anywhere. He complains that the men's clothing was in such poor condition that they were cutting up tent cloth to make pants, or as he puts it in the letter, pantaloons. He said many of the men were barefoot. He alludes to a supply ship supposedly coming from New Orleans to Copano that had wrecked. Logan points out that life was much easier in the United States, and seems Logan seems to lament that he never should have come to Texas. He states that he intended to leave the army, in other words, desert, but the Mexican army is on the march, and he apparently didn't think it was safe to depart or didn't want to leave his comrades. He closes the letter stating that the climate of Texas is one of the best he's ever experienced, but then he reveals, quote, I don't like to live in a frontier country, close quote. Then, at the very end of the letter, right before his signature, he writes simply, goodbye. A month later, Logan would join several hundred of his comrades as prisoners of the Mexican army. They were crammed into the old church at Presidio La Bahia, which is still there, as it was largely when Logan was confined there. 
On March 27, 1836, Palm Sunday, the men were marched out of the fort in three groups and murdered in cold blood. Remember La Bahia. Now we come to the part of the episode I call Getting There, where I tell you where to see a couple of the places mentioned in the episode. John Logan wrote his first letter from Washington on the Brazos. Washington on the Brazos State Park is located at 23400 Park Road 12, Washington, Texas. That's what you put in your GPS. It's off of State Highway 105 between Navasota and Brenham. And then Presidio La Bahia is located just south of Goliath. So as you come into Goliad, you turn south on Highway 239, and it's just a few miles down there on your left. It is one of the most sacred sites in Texas history, and I encourage everyone to visit. It's been reconstructed, so you will experience the Presidio as it looked at the time of the Goliad Massacre. And of course, the church is still there. It's been standing there since the 1700s, and it's still, it's had work done to it, but it is still uh, very much like it was in 1836 well that wraps it up for this episode of wise about texas thank you very much for tuning in today you can please like and share our facebook page take a moment and leave a five-star review on itunes if you enjoy hearing about texas history you can find us on twitter and instagram at wise about texas and if you want to support the preservation and promotion of texas history you can sponsor wise about texas at www.patreon.com slash wise about texas Thanks again for tuning in. Go out and do something for Texas today. Until next time, God bless Texas, and we'll see you down the road.